Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting Black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What it is, gang? j Breeze in the building. I just jumped out the porch and dirty glove bastard. What it do? It's face, sip and walk with my glove because I love the way it takes. They want to post up on the block. We finna make it rain today. Oh, buddy, was I? All right, so we got J. Breezy off the porch with us today. What it is, what it is. What's good, bro? How you feeling today, man? Feeling good. Shimmy just dropped. I just dropped a video. I dropped a video a week before that, too. Yep. And I dropped tape, so I'm feeling good, good. They don't even know what's in store, though. <laughs> yeah, congrats on the release, man. I know a lot of planning, a lot of work goes into you know, creating a project and yeah. just to get it out. It's got to feel like a weight off your shoulders. Like, all right, yeah, y'all go like, mess with the music now. Yeah, it's a release. Like, that shit just, that junk just feel good, though. It feel yeah. real good. So getting all the feedback from my fans, seeing the numbers, everything. So I'm just on the roll right now. Yeah, I feel you, bro. Yeah, we're going to talk about the project in a minute, man. But let's take it back to Jacksonville, man. <laughs> what part of the city are you from? I'm from Jacksonville. I'm on the north side of Jacksonville. It goes down on the north side. If I know anything about Jacksonville, the <laughs> north side is where it yeah, goes it's down. It's wild, but too wild around now. Yeah, so how would you describe your childhood, your upbringing there on the north side now? Uh, everything was like really like just like just like an average kid, you feel me, going to school, getting in trouble. But I was raw though, like I was raw at football. I love sports, but I always oh, yeah. had an ear for music. Like, so like I was always rapping. It was just that I just never like took it serious or rapped in front of nobody. I thought people was going to laugh at me. So like, I just kept it to myself. So that was just like a, a hit and gift I just kept in the vault. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just playing football, doing my thing in football. So like I was really raw. And then like stuff started happening. You feel me? Then you know how that go. When you get to your teenage, you start seeing more stuff. And then like I just started seeing stuff start opening my eyes and I started looking at the world different. So like a lot of things changed. Yeah. What position were you playing? I was playing everything. I'm an all-around athlete. Yeah. I was playing quarterback, running back, receiver, kick return, and punt return, <laughs> punt, kickoff. <laughs> I played everything. I played everything. He was a one-man team then, huh? Yeah. Nah, <laughs> I wouldn't call him one-man. We had some. We had, we had a lot of studs on the team, but you feel me? Like 
everybody just got that specific role they play you yeah. and do specific stuff so i feel you man so, i was just like the offensive weapon okay yeah yeah you still fast yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> you playing them positions i know you had to be fast man. <laughs> all right so at what age would you say you jumped off the porch i want to say when i was 14. okay i was 14. i wasn't really i don't know because it was like i wouldn't really call it jumping off the porch that well it really is but you feel me i just was low key with everything you feel me so like football used to cover up my tracks for everything hmm. so like i was like you feel me? i was wilding but when my name came i'm like nah not the football player i don't believe that so i'd be like all right for sure <laughs> i'd be straight then i'd get away you feel me yeah. so you got any siblings I yeah i got a sister okay she younger or older than you and i got a big sister she uh Damn, Lala, like, I'm 20. Lala, 22, 23. Okay. Yeah. I got you. So, uh, what, what type of trouble were you getting into, though? Uh, <laughs> it was, it was uh, I went to a program for orange carjacking. So, I was, yeah, I was wilding. Wilding for real. How old were you then? When I went to the program, I was 16, 17. One of those. Yeah, I was young. I had, I was... I ain't like I was. I was so dumb though. I ain't know nothing about jail. Like people think, I, people really think I be lying. But like around his age, around that time, like it was a lot of wild, shit, wild stuff going on. You feel me? So it was just like I really didn't know like juveniles can go to jail until I went to jail. <laughs> how long, how long were you there? I was, huh? How long were you locked up? Oh, I, was, I had did a year. I was going for. A oh whole shit! Year. You did all year. Yeah. That was crucial. I was so mad. I thought I was finna get out. I mean, they like, man, this your first time getting in trouble, man. You finna go home. We gonna get probation. Man, I go to court. Judge talking about, um, we think about maximum security, but we'll give them a level eight program. I'm like, program? That's my loan that was. like nine to 12 months. And I had already sat in DDC for three months. So I'm like, oh my God, I was so mad. I was dead, man. And that was my own. That was my junior year, too. Oh, shit. No, that was my sophomore year. That was my sophomore year. I was in the 10th grade. Were you playing football at the time? Yep, I was on the team, and that's the same year we went to state and won. And I started at receiver. <laughs> and I was the youngest on the team, so, like, that was a big opportunity for me that I missed. So, yeah. like, I was so mad. I was, ooh, I was super mad. Where did they send you? Were you still in Jacksonville, or? No, nah, they sent me down to um, Cypress Creek. That's somewhere, like, I don't know, it's somewhere like down towards, it's down though, it's towards down south going, it's going towards down south. Okay. It's still in the state of Florida though. Yeah. So how would you describe those nine months being there, being away from your family, not being able to ball and? Ooh, ooh. Nah, that, 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 them, nine, them nine months molded me into what I am now though, you feel me? Because like I was wilding, but like them nine months like showed me something different. Like, cause when we, when we got to the program, you feel me? Basically, the rules is you fight, you get more time added on. Mm. And it ain't no petty time. You get like six to nine months added on oh, to shit. your time. So, like, if it was a serious matter, and you feel me, for me getting in trouble for my first time and going to the program, you feel me, they're going to lie to you if you ain't never been in trouble. So I get there, and the people that's in the program like, yeah, we don't tolerate fighting or getting in trouble. You get in trouble automatic six months. So I'm like, dang, I can't get in no trouble. But I got... People that done been to a program in my ear, like, man, you gonna grid, you gonna have to grid. They be fighting in that mall. So I'm like, bro, somebody lying. Man, I get on a, they put me on the worst dorm. They put me on Omega dorm. 
We wore purple purple shirts. Yeah, purple collared <laughs> shirts and purple a purple ah regular purple round neck shirts. So like we had to uh, keep our shirt tucked in. They gave us these slides, socks, these little pants we had to wear. So we had to keep our shirts tucked in. When you first got there, they shave your head bald first oh, quarter. <laughs> so I'm on the dorm full of straight crash dummies. Like nobody wants to go home on this dorm. <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out like, why would y'all put me on this dorm? I'm trying to go home. So it was just wild, like, you feel me? And then like, I was trying to stay out of trouble. Like, like people was trying me, like they was trying me so hard. I was trying so hard to stay out of trouble. And then I like started sending ends and all of it. I started wilding. I was like, man, bump that jump. I started wilding. But luckily, like, I was their favorite. So I ain't get no time at it on. I did my time and slid. What would you say is the biggest life lesson you learned from that whole situation? Mm, 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 mm. I can't even tell you if I wanted to tell you the truth. I don't, I don't really know because it's like when I look back on it, I feel like it's a blessing because like I just feel like if I would have never went to that program, I probably would have did something way worse than armed carjacking. You feel me? And that's a PBL charge. But, you know, I juvenile court being stuff. So. Yeah. You feel me? I was just kind of glad I experienced that before I caught a charge like that as an adult. Because then I wouldn't be sitting on this porch right now. Yeah, especially in Florida. They don't play with uh, those type of girls. Yeah, on carjacking, you're going straight up the road. Yeah. So did you, like, turn your life around right as soon as you came home? Like, you were like, man, fuck I, the streets, man. I'm going to focus on something else. I came home. I went to practice the first my first day out. Yeah. Like they was on me, they was like, man, you need to be at practice. So I go to practice. I go to practice my first day out. So the team see me, so they call them and they like, hey, they turn up and jump. So I'm feeling good. I feel the welcome home. I go home and stuff, eat. You feel me? Uh, I started getting back enrolled in school. But it was like I started having fun towards the end of the program. So like it really took the lesson it was supposed to teach me away. You feel me? So it was kind of like, all right, I'm gonna go back to the streets. You feel me? So I got out, started playing ball again, st still doing stupid jump, toting guns and jump. And then I got arrested again. Oh, I was 18 this time. <laughs> so they sent me to the county. And then like, oh, yeah, I ain't changed. I changed, it changed me mentally though. But like physically, like being around people, it didn't change me because I was on a dorm full of people that didn't want to go home. So like everybody was just on the same type of time I was on. So it was just like, how is that changing me? So it changed me mentally though. Yeah. Cause being away that long, no cat, can't see no view. <laughs> can't smoke, can't do nothing. That, that, that. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, this is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. John could make you not want to go back, though. Yeah. Did you finish school? No, nah, I got kicked out. I wish I did. I wanted to finish school real bad. That's the crazy thing. Like, like I told my coaches, like, I had a coach named Wiley, probably one of the best coaches I done ever met. You feel me? Like, the whole coach style was the best coaching staff I ever met. You feel me? Like, they was like family. You feel me? So, like, I always respect them boys. Yeah. But, like, 
I was telling my coach, I'm like, I'm like, I'm for real, like, you feel me? I'm gonna leave everything alone. You feel me? So like when I started getting right and like doing what I was supposed to do and like kind of stirring away from it. Around this time I just had dropped my first hottest song called First Week Out. Okay, yeah. And it had hit like 500,000 on YouTube. And I-, <laughs> I switched to Boost Mobile and got a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Want to know the best part? Uh, it was free? Nope. The fact that it's on America's largest 5G networks? Nope. It's the ding. Oh yeah, love the ding. Right? It's all about the ding. It's the dingarooski, the dingarona, the ring-a-ding-ding. Unleash your power to save with Boost. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone when you switch. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. And the ding. Limited time offer. New customers only. Available on select networks. 5G not available everywhere. One device per line. Tax excluded. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details. I ain't, that John shot me. I promise to you. I ain't had no fan base. I had like 2,000 followers on Instagram. So I'm, I'm surprised it did that. So like the whole school know who I am now. You feel me? But I'm like staring away from them. I'm like, man, I'm just, I'm done with that music. You feel me? I just did that just for a short span of time. So <clears throat> I'm going to school. You know, I'm into, I'm in you know, whatever so-called beef. I don't really call myself beef with nobody. I don't take people serious, but you feel me? It trying like street stuff started catching up with the school and the sports. You feel me? So it was just like, boom, I got famous. I was going to school. Everybody knew who I was. And then like people I wasn't messing with was coming up to the school sending threats. You feel me? You can't do that at no school. They take that too serious because that's yeah. a school full of kids. You feel me? Teenagers. So they come up to the school sending threats and junk. So they put the school on cold red and call the police officers. The police officers come up there. I'm in the auditorium, though. I don't know what's going on. I'm finna go to football practice. So they call me on the intercom. And I'm like, dang, why they keep calling me? I go to the office. I see my mom and my daddy and like four police officers. So I'm like, what's going on? So that was a threat we made against you at the school. Uh, we need, uh, we need you to be safe. Uh, we need you to leave the premises. Da da da. All that junk. I'm on the football team though, so I'm like, I got game day. I like, it's a game. I got a game tomorrow. So like, what I'm gonna do about game day? So like, we'll let you know by the night. So I leave. Boom. They call me. They're like, we'll let you know when you come back to school. Da da da. Ain't nobody telling me nothing about game day. Boom. I missed that game. So next week, come. I'm thinking they're gonna let me come back to school. They didn't. I missed another game. Then I missed another game. So then I was like, what the heck? So then I don't get a phone call till like a month later hmm. telling me I could come back to school. I done been out of school a whole month. So they're like, um, you come back to school now. Come back to school, the dean like on red flag. Like basically I missed too many days. So I'm like, bro, y'all told me y'all was gonna tell me not to come back to school. So like, how is that standing? So they're like, I don't know, you gotta go to the principal office. Go to the principal office. They're like, um, can't go here no more basically. You feel me? You, you, all the other schools, dang, you feel me? Your best bet is to go to like an alternative school or South Tech or some junk like that and get a, a GED. I'm like, man, what? Like, no, I'm, I want to finish school. You feel me? I want to play ball. They're like, nah. So, boom, call South Tech. South Tech went answering it like they didn't want me to come to the school. So, it was like basically I was just forced out of school. Sure. So, then I was just like, um, I was in beef. So, I couldn't get no job. You know, Jacksonville, wow. People come shoot you at work. So, so like, I couldn't get a job. So it was just like, it's the streets. That was the only option I had. Like, it, it was no choice. I was forced into it. So it was just like, I just started rapping. Like, I just started rapping what I was going through, stuff that I was seeing, stuff that I was around, you feel me? And like, I don't know, people always told, always told me I had the, like, the potential and the energy to like gravitate people and get a lot of people's attention. So like, people was just tuned in with what I was seeing. Then out of nowhere, my followers shot up, and then it was just up from there. So it was kind of, I, I regret not finishing school, but not finishing school was kind of a blessing because look where I'm at now. Yeah. You feel me? So.
Kind of worked out for you in the long run. Yeah, right? definitely. This is the, it seemed like it was God's plan. Yeah. Everything uh, going great. Who were some of your favorite rappers that you listened to growing up? Growing up? <laughs> it's so crazy. This is like, all right, boom. So I know all this controversy going on, but all right, coming up, what jumped me out, who jumped me out the porch was Chief Keith. Okay. When Chief Keith came out, I heard the name Sosa and all this. I'm like, oh man, like <laughs> he had a big influence on me. Now like, these love Sosa, oh and I know. I'm like, oh my God. So he like he just had everybody. He turned the city up. Like nobody in the city gonna admit to it. But it was like, I'm talking about from my generation. You feel me? Me coming up, all the people I grew up with, this man turned the city up. Then he had that I don't like. This man turned everybody up. Like, I promise to you. Everybody wanted to be a Sosa. Everybody started growing dreads. Everybody was taking pictures with their dreads in their face. <laughs> like, everybody was trying to rock collar shirts. Like, he just changed everything. I promise to you. So, boom, I was messing with Chief. And then I started getting on other Chicago rappers. I started hearing Hurt, Lil Dirt. And then like as I got older, them was the only people I was hip to. Dirk and Chief, Dirk and Chief. That's yeah. all I knew. And then this was the crazy part coming in that. And then Youngboy came out. So I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> he like, Youngboy just come with a whole nother, like, man, that's another character right there. So I'm like, damn, this go hard. Like, this man goes super hard, bro. So like, I ain't gonna lie, like, I, 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 I'm rocking with Youngboy hard though. Like, that boy be going super hard, but I don't really like to talk about it because it's like, you feel me, this controversy going on with this situation and yeah. I ain't, you feel me? I don't understand why people get into that because it's like, bro, y'all not Chicago. Y'all not from Chicago. <laughs> yeah, y'all don't know this man or this man. So like, why is y'all mad about who listen to who? Everybody slide, you feel me? It's good music. If it's good music, I'm going to listen to it. Mm -hmm. You feel me? So it's like, nah, it's like, you got to listen to music in, in, in private. <laughs> <laughs> you play dirt around the wrong people, they gonna get mad. You play young boy around the wrong people, they gonna get mad. So it's just like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> so when and how did a uh, hitmaker music group uh, reach out to you? Ooh, I've been I've been rocking with them for for a little minute though. You feel me? So um, what happened? I think this how I found them. They found me, but I didn't see them text me until like a minute later. And it was like, it was just meant for me to go to my menstrual request this day. So I'm going to my menstrual request and I see it. So I'm like, dang. I, I called a number. I'm like, I'm going to call it. You feel me? This is when I first started coming up. I'm serious about being a rapper now. So I'm really trying to get somewhere. So like, I get on the phone. I'm talking to them. They telling me something. I'm like, everything sounds good. You feel me? I met Nico and Tony. So um, they talking to me. So um. I started talking to Tony Moore and he was just like, you feel me? Like, I don't know. It was just like, I don't know. It was just something Tony, like something about Tony was just like gravitating me to him. And he was just like, all right, I'm going to rock with him for sure. I'm going to trust him. I'm going to believe in him. So he telling me like, man, I'm pr I promise you, like, I can, you feel me? He telling me, so I'm like, all right, I'm going I'm to run with it. I'm going to rock with it. You feel me? And then like, we just went to working. He went to put in the time. And the money into me, you feel me? And like really seeing my potential. Because like nowadays, all ARs, like I can speak for them, you feel me? Like all ARs and people that see Jacksonville rappers or certain rappers from Florida, they don't want to put their time and money into us because all they looking at it is like, oh, these crazy behind Jets beefing. I ain't finna put my money into him and he die. You mm -hmm. feel me? So I know that's how they looking at it. So like I really appreciated the fact that 
You feel me? They they took time out to text me and find find out like what I had going on and really like put an investment into me so I can get to where I'm trying to be. You feel me? So like when I met them, like everything changed though. Like I kind of said, it changed my life. Changed my life for real. Like I still be in the trenches right now. Like he had like he had really like put it in my head like man, you a star. Like you feel me? Like you just not no average dude no more. Cause like I had like 30k followers, 40k followers, still acting like I was just a rapper with 2,000 followers on Instagram. Like, I was still going to post on the block with my homeboys, doing reckless, I was just wilding, you feel me? And then like, he really like, jammed it into my head, like, bro, you's a star. Like, you gotta act like a star, you gotta move like a star. And then that's when he finally, like, got me to come to conclusion, like, bro, move, like, leave your city, like, leave the state. I'm like, all right, for sure. I left, and then he was just like, all I could focus on was music. And then like, all my homeboys is in Jacksonville, so it's like I was really in the A by myself. So it's like I really had time to myself to figure out like what I really wanted to do. And like it really clicked, like I really got a passion for music. So it was just like, all right, I'm gonna run with it. And then like I ain't have all my homeboys in the studio session with me. So now I'm in the studio by myself. So I really have time to actually find myself, see what I can do, do stuff that I was scared to do in front of people. It's just me and the engineer. Mm -hmm. And me and my engineer, we got a uh, we got a bun, like we got a super blunt bun. Like, that's like my brother from another mother, you feel me? And he way older than me. But like the crazy thing is though, people don't even know the tape creation and all my other songs, like all my most recent songs, like they don't even know that was recorded in the Airbnb. Who needs an alarm in the morning? When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. And a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Closet. Really? It wasn't recorded in the studio. <laughs> like, all them sounds, I was doing that in the Airbnb closet. Like, me and Brent, like, he'd tell me, like, he'd be engaged with me when I record. And if I hit a note and he feel like I need to hit it better, I'm like, nah, hit it again. You feel me? Oh, this don't sound like, you feel me? Try to, he be that, like, he engaged with me, so, like. That's when I just started exploring my voice, and I want to try everything. Yeah. So, I got a, I got, I got some stuff in the backpack though. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of stuff for the drop, so just everybody just gotta stay tuned yeah. for sure. Yeah, talk to us about creating uh, the suicide letter song. Hey, that's crazy, right? Nobody never asked me that. So, I'm in an Airbnb again, but we in the kitchen. I called Brent up. So I'm like, hey man, I'm like, I got an Airbnb, I'm shooting a video, I'm trying to record, I'm trying to, I'm working, you feel me? I'm like, all right, for sure, I'm gonna pull up, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring the studio. So I'm like, all right. He pull up, I promise to you, like, it's a living room with a big old table. He sat his computer on it, and then we had the little mic, he stood it up in the middle of the floor by the kitchen. And like, we was, we was writing, but before he came, I found the beat on YouTube. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. So I was just like, all right. I was writing to it. Like, I wrote the song in like five minutes, though. That's the crazy thing. 
Like, I rushed the song because I ain't have nothing wrote, written at all when he came. Like, but I called him because I'm like, I need to work. You feel me? Just because I don't got nothing written and I don't dropped all this music, that don't mean stop working. You feel me? So like, I called him. He pull up. I'm like, pull up this beat. So he playing a beat. So I don't know. I just rapped it. I just put it in there. Like, and it was crazy because I ain't singing or nothing. I just talked it into the mic. Like I was actually talking the song like it's a vlog, but it, like like I was telling a diary, but it came out like that. Yeah. So, but the crazy thing, this this is another crazy thing, that song wasn't even like that. Brent went back and chopped and like took parts from this end of the song and put it there, and like he was throwing them everywhere. So like, like he put it together and I heard it. I was like, dang. I like bet. <laughs> Boom. I let my homeboys hear. Nobody was rocking with it really? at all. I promise to you, like they like, I get in the car and play it. Nobody bobbing their head. It was just like I'm like, dang, this song really that bad. I'm like, I, don't, I ain't tripping. I know what I'm feeling from the song, but it wasn't that they weren't feeling it. It was just like it was an emotional song. Mm -hmm. So like, where we come from, what we've been through, what we seen, and how we live, you feel me? We don't like to show emotion. So it's like we riding in the car. They not finna actually be like, dang, bro, you feel me? So it's like everybody had their personal feeling towards the song. They just didn't share it. So it wasn't, they wasn't saying the song wasn't trash. They just was like, you feel me? That's a sad song. And we in the city going through this. We don't need to be listening to that. We need to be hearing that. Yo, yo, you feel me? So it was just like, all right, boom. Dropped the song on Instagram. That mall had only got like 10,000, 15,000 views. Then I just dropped the song on YouTube and it just went to, I don't know what, I don't know how that happened. Like, I'm still stuck that it's even at 2.1 million. Yep. So I'm like, man, what in the world? Like, <laughs> I'm like, dang. And then after that, like, once I seen that do that, that what really, like, gave me my confidence. Like, all right, I got a voice. I need to use it. Yeah, absolutely, man. So um, talk to us about the creation then. Explain the title first off. The creation, the concept, the meaning of the creation. The whole, the whole name of the, of the tape was basically because is you're hearing a new me. If you go back and listen to all my old songs, all you hear is da, 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 you feel me? But now you're starting to hear me, like you're hearing the sound I created, you feel me? A sound that nobody else have. And then like you meet the softer me, you meet the in my feelings me, you meet the gangster me, you meet just me. That's me. I, this is what I created. I took my music and learn from other rappers and myself. And this is the sound I came up with. This is what I created. That's why it's called the creation. But the whole tape is really around, is based off those butterflies you see on the cover art. Okay. People was joking like, this is how you know, like people don't, people don't see things for the bigger picture. You feel me? People was joking, oh, you got butterflies on there. You gay, da, 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 da. I'm like, bro, I, every comment, I don't care how famous I get, every comment, I'm like, go search what butterfly mean, and then, yo, <laughs> hit me in my DM and apologize, you feel me? So I'm laughing at it, though, but I still felt some type of way, because I'm like, bro, I took my time and, like, put my all into this, you feel me? So, like, y'all really need to see where I'm coming from, the reason I got these butterflies on this tape. So, like, if you go search what butterflies mean, you'll know what it actually means, you feel me? So it's like... You feel me? That's what the tape was. It was a new beginning of creation, something new. You feel me? So like, I ran with it and I stuck with it. It's crazy though because everybody keep hired to know. Everybody main question is, oh, why your tape look like Roddy Rich and Young Boys? You feel me? But that wasn't done on purpose. 
Like, it really wasn't. Like, I sent it to my homeboy, Dill. He also shoot videos. Shout out Dill Visual, man. Um, I sent it to him, and then, like, he just sent it back. When he sent, he sent one back, and he was like, nah, nah, I ain't feeling that. Then he sent it, and then it just, like, stuck with me. I'm like, damn, it's more hard. Like, and I posted it, and then I got, like, a lot of reactions from it, though. They like, man, that tape cover is hard, though. You feel me? But then you got the certain ones that's, oh, you copying, da-da-da-da. You feel me? But how I look at it, all publicity is good publicity. Yeah. If you, you feel me? Because it's like, all right, y'all saying it look like Youngboy and Roddy Rich. Okay, when it drop on Apple Music, they're going to see the tape cover and click it because it looked like that. So it was just like, all right, y'all can talk trash all y'all want, but y'all going to hear what I got to say. You feel me? So I just took it and ran with it. Do you get nervous before you release music? Especially this one, since you said it's kind of a different. Yeah, I ain't like, I don't be nervous. Like, I can't, I don't know. It was just something about this tape, though. Like, I ain't never been nervous to release music. But, like, this tape, it just, like, felt different. I just felt like, like, this tape is what's really gonna let everybody know, like, I can really make music. You feel me? I'm just not no dude from Jacksonville that sit and talk about his enemies all day and saying, F they dead dogs. Nah, like, I can make actual music just how these other dudes can in the industry you feel me so it was just like i felt like i don't know if i got a point to prove but with my music i feel like i got a point to prove so it's like i want everybody to hear what i got to say i want everybody to meet me you feel me because i just feel like i'm a big inspiration to people that haven't even met me yet if you hear my story you feel me so it's just like that also like show other youth and kids like bro you can do whatever you want to do chase your dream you feel me because i don't as you can see, football team, won a state championship, went to jail, got back out, went to jail again, got kicked out of school, was a whole, you feel me, all-star athlete, and then, now nah, look, you feel me? So it don't matter what you're doing, if you put your mind to it, you're going to get it done. And that's just how I look at it, so. Yeah, real shit right there, man. Perfect timing, man. Fans are fucking with this one. <laughs> Did you know that was going to take off like that? Yeah, I held that song. That song is so old. I promise you. I, like, I'm telling you, because I sent it. I, I, let, I let Tony hear. I let Tony hear. You feel me? He like, oh, my gosh. Like, this song is hard. He like, man, we need to drop it. So I'm like, no, 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 please. I want to shoot a video. Like, I don't know. This song just stuck with me. Like, it was just sticking to me. I fell in love with this song. Like. Whenever I get in, like, even my homeboys, that's how I knew it, like, that song just stood out. Because, like, when I played in front of my homeboys, we'll be in a car, gang deep, turned up on the expressway, dashing the car to that song. And then if you, if you was to record us and turn the sound off and the way we bopping, you would think we're listening to some gangster music, but we listening <laughs> to that song. So it was just like, like, that song just stood out, like, bro, I got to shoot a video to it. I got to call Lisa. Shout out Lisa, man. She go crazy on the videos. But I called Lisa. I'm like, man, I gotta do a video for this song. She's like, all right, for sure. And then like she came through. We did it. Uh 18 them pulled up. Everybody pulled up. Show love. Shout out Ben. Shout out Q9, you feel me? Shout out everybody, you feel me? Shout out AT. They pulled up, show love, you feel me? So it was just like, I felt that that video came out like that because of the energy, you feel me? Because it was like all my homeboys was in Jacksonville. So I was really up up in the eight by myself, you feel me? I was doing all my video shoots by myself, you feel me? So it was just like, at one point in time in your career, it'll come to where like, you'll feel like you're alone. You know your homeboy's rocking, but it's stuff going on, so it's like, y'all ain't balancing right now. So you'll feel like you're alone. So like, I was shooting videos and I was by myself a lot, you feel me? Like, and people, like rappers are put on, they know that they be seeing them fake page comments, you feel me? Like, it's something that's gonna always catch your attention. And then like, one comment just had caught my attention on some junk. 
Random day to lie, man. You all- if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. I your videos by yourself, you feel me? But I, don't, I ain't the type to get on live. Like, I get on live and explain myself, but like, when it comes to my brothers, I don't got to explain nothing because we know what's what. We got an establishment, you feel me? So it's like, they don't see what we got going on. Y'all on the outside looking in, like, you feel me? So like, everybody had personal problems going on, so everybody couldn't be together at a point in time. So it was just like, yeah. So when they came through and Q9 them, AT and uh, LeBan pulled up, like, I felt like a welcome, like, I felt love, you feel me? Because they came and showed support. They stayed there through the whole video shoot. So like, that's what gave me the energy for the video shoot. Because I was there by myself, I ain't have no energy. Because I was just like, dang, like, you feel me? Yeah. But yeah, I had got it together though. So you just dropped camera C an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> hey. So why'd you choose to shoot a video for this one? That song is like another high perfect time work. That song stuck to me because it was like, I took auto tune and mixed it with. Murder, murder, kill, kill. <laughs> so it was like, that's hard, but like when you get like, I just look at all artists, like, I don't think, and then another thing, I feel like the industry in the rap game don't value drill music how it's supposed to be valued. You feel me? Because without drill music, without the murder, murder, kill, kill, gats and smoking guns, I mean, smoking weed, girls and drugs, without drill music, these, the rappers that used, because before auto-tune, I was just a straight up drill rapper, you feel me? Brent turned me on auto-tune and taught me how to use it. So like before that, I was a straight up drill rapper. I feel like they don't value drill rap at all because it was like without drill rap, some of the stuff that these artists rap about, they wouldn't be able to rap about it. Mm -hmm. Because you picked up that, the word op and all this, all this, it came, some of that come from Chicago, but like when you hear that word, that word take you to a drill scenery. You feel me? So I just feel like people don't respect the drill scene as much. And it's like all, 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 nowadays, all they want to hear is, you feel me? A melody. So I, all right, that's what they want to hear. But that's what I want to do. So I took what they wanted to hear and what I wanted to do and mixed it. And I came out with camera C. Yeah. Which video do you plan to shoot next or drop next? Oh, I got some videos. Just okay. waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I got a video on... I got a video to the first track on the um, tape, Never Tell Them. I got a video to that. Okay. Um, sellout. They love Sellout. I got a video to Sellout, too. Um, Creeping Late Night. I did a video to that. <laughs> um, you got them stashed. What else I did? I did some more videos. Oh, I did a video to Tweet, tweet Shit 3. I yeah. did a video to that, too. I got a lot of videos. <laughs> I just been grinding. I just, feel like, I just feel like until I get to where I feel like I need to be, I ain't, I ain't accomplished nothing. That's how I feel, you feel me? And even when I get to where I need to be, it's gonna be another goal I'm gonna have because I done got here, what's next, you feel me? So mm -hmm. it's like, I always just plan ahead, so. Yeah. Do you have a personal favorite song on the, uh, on the project? Or one that kind of means the most to you? Ooh, that's, that's kind of hard to do because it's like, Stubborn? It's a track called Stubborn on there. Like, I really wanted to do a video to this. Like, I wanna do a video so bad, but it was just like, I'm gonna just see what it do, you feel me? Yeah. So it was like, I, Stubborn stand out, like everything. I don't know, that whole tape is just crazy, but Stubborn, I, I, I'm messing with Stubborn. What do you rap about on that song? 
It's a love song at that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's the crazy thing. That's a love song. So, I don't know. Like, I'm just opening, like, and then another thing is, like, what's, what make me stand out, like, on that tape, all you hear, you hear a bunch of different sounds. You don't hear it. You're going to hear, you probably a, 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 a person that's just on some trying to be, you feel me, hard up, a hardball. Yeah, they're going to say, oh, you still rap about the same thing, but... It's, it's a difference when you go rap about the same thing, but tell you about it in a million different ways. That's a talent because it's, you, you, can't, you can't really run into people that can talk about the same topic, but give it to you in different ways. You can't find too many people that can do that. They're going to basically end up saying the same thing over yeah. and over again. You feel me? So I feel like that's a talent itself. You feel me? If I can stay on this main topic, but... It's like, all right, this the topic, this a detail, this a detail, this a detail, and this a detail. You feel me? So it's like, that's what I feel like stand out the most. Like, I got so many sounds on that tape. So you can't say I sound like an average Florida artist or mm -hmm. an average Jacksonville artist because, you feel me, you go on these other artists' tapes and you just hear one sound. You don't hear three to four different sounds. Yeah. And it make it, and it actually sound good. You feel me? So it's like, that's why I just, I don't know. I just got a lot of confidence in my music, though. Yeah. For sure. What's next for you? Uh, Obviously, all these music videos, but... <laughs> yeah, oh, what's next? Like, even after the tape? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I got this song called Beach Party. <laughs> I got this song called Beach Party. So, I'm going to just go ahead and give y'all a sneak peek. I know Dale wasn't going to want me to tell y'all. I ain't going to tell y'all where it's located at, but y'all will find out. Basically, the song Beach Party gives you the vibes of frat partying, drunk, beer pong, just big old house parties, parties every night. That's the vibe it gives you, basically. In the club, turned up with your friends, wasted, wilding. You feel me, sliding in a Jeep with no doors. Your friends hanging out the sunroof, their shirts off on the beach. <laughs> That's the vibe it gives you. So like, we're gonna, we're gonna get a, a super big Airbnb. You feel me? We're gonna call some like, some female, a lot of females over, like frat females and females that's in college, like a bunch of bad females, you feel me? And then we'll have some frat guys pull up, you feel me? We just gonna have a party, have a big old party. But during the song, we're gonna be like reenacting scenes of, um, we wanna reenact the scene of American Pie. Oh yeah? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wanna reenact the scene of American Pie, you feel me? Like just a wild jump. Just to show them like another side of me, you feel me? Like everything just ain't everything just ain't gangsta all the time, you feel me? But that's what everybody look at, cause they don't actually like have a conversation with me and get to actually know me. You feel mm -hmm. me? They just judging a book by its cover. So that sounds dope, though. Yeah. But then after that, I got another tape dropping. Summertime? What do you think? Yeah, summertime, okay. fall time. Hopefully COVID's over by then. Yeah, definitely. You start touring and too. Yeah, summertime, fall time, and winter. So you got this tape. You got another <laughs> tape. Playing. You got another tape. You got another tape. I'm going hard all 2021. Like, and that's what's going to make me stand out again. Because like, you feel me? All these up-and-coming artists that's coming out and that are already blue big and all that. Like, yeah, they making songs, but they don't got as many songs. You feel me? Me, I can make a hit and then come back and make another song, make another hit and keep making them because it's like, that's normal. They not putting out as much music as I'm putting out either. So like, I feel like that's what's gonna make me stand out too because like, if you got a person that could generate 
the the same amount of good music as this person got, but he bring he produces he wow how I put it he dropped more music than this artist and his talent matched this artist's talent. It's just that this talent got he he this artist got hits he got hits, but this artist just bigger. You feel me? If you got somebody that can do that, I feel like that's a that's an advantage. I'd take if I was a A&R manager, whatever it is, I'd take that talent over that talent any day. You feel me? Because Basically, you're going to make a hit, and then we got to wait another while for you to make a hit. Well, we can just get all these good songs, mm-hmm. and you dropping 15 to 20 songs each tape, and about five of them, seven of them hits, you feel me? So it's just like. Yeah, and that's how you build a real fan base, too. Yeah. Because hits come and go. People don't really care about you. But if you yeah, definitely. It come and so go. So many like, solid songs. That- yeah, they hear it, and then like if you, if you ain't repetitively dropping, dropping, of continuously dropping, bro, they on to the next. Mm-hmm. That's how fast you lose your wave. It's like, I just feel like you just gotta keep it going. I don't, I don't believe, I believe in holding music, but I don't believe in holding this music as long as these other artists be holding music. Cause these dudes hold music for months, year, years. You put an S on that. So like, I don't, like, you feel me? I be engaged with my fans, so I like, you feel me? I'd rather keep that bond I got with my fans because without the fans, it ain't no rappers because you don't got nobody to listen to you. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you feel me? Real shit. All right, J-Dot, any shout outs before we wrap it up, man? Man, shout out, everybody I shout out in the video, man. Oh, shout out Spinner Benz, you feel me? My dog doing numbers, shout out Spinner Benz, shout out Walk with the Chalk. Shout out Cuckoo Gang, Jump Out Gang, Green Light, you feel me? Shout out all the boys, man. Shout out everybody. Um, shout out everybody that's been working with me throughout my whole process and getting where I'm trying to go, really. Shout out Bat Street, TK, uh, Free Gym, K, man. Uh, who else, man? It's Rollo A, man. We know it's everything. <laughs> it's just all love, man. It's all love and support all around, you feel me? And that's how I just feel, you feel me? Yeah. But my brother, though, I got a little brother. He ain't my blood brother, but like, I'm close with him. Named J4 Crazy. He underrated, too. So it's just like, basically, like, shout out everybody I'm cool with. Even people I ain't cool with, you feel me? I wish you good blessings, and I hope your career continue to prosper, you feel me? And that's just how I feel. Keep God number one, for sure. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.